The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic forum. Assemble. <laughs> it's mad buggy, yo. It's mad buggy. <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> Listen, this is fantastic forum. Uh, it used to be the premier show about comic book. Now, I don't think you're allowed to say retrograde on the air. Like they're they're they considered slow. Well, last I checked, this is America. Wait, can you all even hear me? Or yeah, or, we hear you. We hear you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So we're not funny. We're doing now. We're like it's a buggy mess. So we're just go. We're running late. We're speeded up and everything. We're like bump it, Jay. Listen, there. That's Jay. That's Oz. That's Mo. I'm Lawrence. What up? Why are you guys so late? Because it's been mad buggy. Like Larry says that he can't hear me, and Lawrence is in retrograde. Yeah. When I told him you're in retrograde, you're supposed to have your dick. What? What are we retconning about me? What? I, I hate that he froze mid sentence. <laughs> like it was gonna be amazing. I, I, I can't tell if he unfroze. Now I can't tell if he's frozen or not. I'm, I, I'm gonna take myself out the stream. You all do your thing and keep going. I'll be back. Oh, uh, y'all made me spill my beer. <laughs> Joe, you frozen? Just yeah, kept staring at Joe's frozen screen. Like, and it just, I just kept pouring and pouring. And now my mouse pad smells like shit. I'm not even talking to the mic. You guys are probably hear me at half. So, yeah, it's we, we have a good show for you today. We're going to be talking about The Empty Man. We're going to do a vivid, vivid section on the movie. And the comic book. Uh, it's a Boom Studios comic, horror comic, kind of Lovecraftian. And then the movie is a Boom Studios movie in association with Fox. And we're going to review that, too. Um, in the meantime, while Larry's probably touching himself or something off cam, the lady will tell you how you can be part of the show if you've seen The Empty Man or... If not, we also have some news. But in the meantime, just listen to the lady. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. 
I guess since Lawrence isn't here, I will comment on how sexy the lady sounds, the intern sounds, when she says fantasticform.live. But that's not genuine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Lawrence says it, you could almost see like his hand moving closer. Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes it good. So but, yeah. Is that is that all we're we're talking about? Is just that a news? I mean, we can kick off the news if you want to start on uh, some news while Larry's. Uh... Well, let's start off with Tiger Claw. Okay. Um, Tiger Claw in chat says, "What's up, Fantastic Forum? How about the episode five ending of Wandavision? You didn't see that coming." And I will say, I didn't see it coming or going, or at all. I've kind of been sleeping on Wandavision. Have you uh, watched you, any you of happened? Yeah, I watched like the first two when they released, but I haven't gone back to it. Like, part of me is just waiting for them to have enough episodes out, so I'm not watching it like one a week. So, like, I so kind of just binge it. Well, let, I got, I'm going to give you a spoiler. They're going to do a thematic show. Just like sitcom, but another place. It's going to be called Wakanda Vision. That's the spoiler. I can't tell if he's frozen or if he. Yeah, I'm frozen. I, uh, I had the same reaction to that joke. I, you were frozen too. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah, well, you got to see it, Joe. That, that, especially just that. I mean, you already know what happened in that episode five, right? Larry ruined it for you in our production chat. You know, I was paying attention to the production chat, but I kind of wasn't. Um, it, it yeah. was kind of after we had like a whole political day on that discussion, so I can I can see why Joe wouldn't be paid attention. Like hell, I wanted to tune out. But yeah, uh, to, to answer Tiger Claw's question is, uh, yeah, I didn't see that coming. And uh, even with the spoilers, like, I, I really wish Larry hadn't spoiled it for me on uh, in production text. Because, you know, Oz said something, but half the time Oz says something in the production chat. And it's just whatever, you know? And then Larry's reaction is like, oh, wait, that was a spoiler? Like, I just thought Oz was drunk and talking shit. Like, which tends to happen a lot. Right. And because Oz will do this thing, and uh, this will segue into the news segment. Oz will read a news story and comment on a news story without putting the link. You know? So I thought he was talking about a news story, and I just kind of laughed it off just so he knows I checked it out and he gets a little validation that I got a, he got a chuckle. And then. I'll go research it and then and make a formed opinion and respond. But then Larry goes like, yo, he goes, spoilers? Can you stop with the spoilers? And then that's when like, oh, Larry, you just spoiled it. WandaVision for me then. I didn't know I, what Oz said. I had no idea it had anything to do with WandaVision. And then uh, and then here we are. But uh, Joe, Joe, may I spoil it for you? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, Quicksilver is, isn't it? And he's the Quicksilver from the Fox X-Men movies. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. The guy's not terrible. No. I mean, he can dodge bullets. Not like the MCU one. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's, uh, 
there's a few things because I I was like I can't say I was drunk. I think I texted when I was at work. Yeah, you can't <laughs> say you were drunk, but um, there's a few theories on what's happening. I just said, hey, they just made the MC, the X Men movies canon because that that's where it's from. But there, there's a few theories on on what's happening. Um, I've heard people say that that uh, they think that that's just another another person living in that town that has been recast to be to to play the brother, but that doesn't make sense because the because Sword detected a breach right before it happened, so that could have been him speeding into the into the Wonderverse, whatever the hell we're calling it. Yeah, Lawrence. That's the BS. I spoiled it. Yeah, I had I had no idea that it had anything to do with WandaVision. What Oz said, Oz's comment in the text until Larry said spoilers. I didn't say WandaVision. I didn't say I didn't say Pietro uh, or yeah. I did. I just all I said is, hey, X Men are now canon MCU. Which, by the way, we knew that was going to happen at some point uh, when when. They got the X Men property back, so it's not like a huge surprise. Yeah, but, the story that I read on on how they're doing it, it didn't necessarily have to be that show. But you know, Lawrence had to open his big chat box and and spoil it for everybody. And, and to you know, if I can play Larry's advocate here, um, you know, we, we didn't know if they were going to use the same cast, so you know. That I could see why he'd be so defensive with spoilers, but I, I, I still would rather he'd not even acknowledge... If he, if he hadn't acknowledged Oz's text, I wouldn't have known it was a spoiler. So I bought champagne to have while I'm watching the show, and they're, they're like, what? What? Well, champagne's like, yeah, it's a celebration today. I didn't want to spoil it for Emily and Liz, so, you know, then I popped the bottle, and, you know, it's X-Men are here. But you know, like like I said, like it could just not be. It could be somebody there. The way he was acting though doesn't tell me that that would be it. But who knows? I mean, he could just be the the one from like he could just play the MCU one, and he just, they just use that cast. You know. Yeah, I mean, there also there's also a theory that because the show is in the '80s, like they're trying to figure out if. They brought back real Quicksilver, and then when he went into the the bubble, he got changed into an '80s version of Quicksilver, which is this guy. Or if because um, MCU Petro is born in '89, yeah. so whoever brought this one back, which people think it would have been Wiccan, uh, not not uh, not Scarlet Witch, because she like didn't even know it was happening. If it was him, like he just brought. A quicksilver from from the '80s from another dimension, and it's, it's this one, yeah. yeah. And you know, the whole multiverse of madness. So yeah, yeah those, those are those are just some of the theories. Uh, there, there's a lot of them out there. It's a lot of them make sense. Um, some well, don't. Now they do like because you know that you know it used to follow some sort of rail, but now it's off the rails in a sense, in the most beautiful way. Uh, Hector Chat wants to know what you're drinking, Oz. Uh, some honey wheat Hefeweizen. It's it's a local brew. I'm yeah. just trying to get power through this to get back to my cherry cider. 
<laughs> I'm having not that anybody cares, but I'm having uh Glenn Morangy. Glenn Moran Glenn Morangy Scotch. Citrusy vanilla scotch. I would tell you the specific brand, but they give it they give them to me in this like unlabeled. Like homemade. Yeah. Larry says uh in chat, I didn't say WandaVision, but but you know that what what else would be spoiled at 8 a.m. on a Friday? You know, like <laughs> really. <laughs> but yeah, that's our WandaVision thing. I, I do like I'm really enjoying the show and I I I hate I don't like how they do Wanda in MCU, but I like the show. It's just a really, really well done show. Uh, Luisito0049 in, from Twitch chat says hi. What's up, man? Also, would like to welcome our our new viewer, listener, Lord Jung in chat. Yeah. He was forced to unblock us on social media because he can't. Larry, if you do want to uh, join the show, you should uh, do it um, with your phone on LTE. That might be something. I don't know what issues he's having, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm going to run into, I'm going to play this news music and then we're going to jump into news for a little bit. Uh, let's see. I'll do this one. Let's see how it sounds. We should have a, like, uh, like, her, uh, well, not, not like that, but like, Yeah, that's the 1980s Arkansas WKBH Arkansas dude at six o'clock. Uh, but yeah, um, so I I have a new story that segues segues into one of the new stories that we were gonna talk okay about, and that's um uh, apparently. Disney has hired uh, the the guy that played Quicksilver in the X Men movies because the guy that played Quick, Quicksilver in the MCU movies is a dick. Yeah. And speaking of people who are dicks on set, we also have a more confirmation on Joss Whedon. <laughs> I don't know if it's a confirmation. It's just as alleged as Ray Fisher, but it is uh, Charisma Carpenter from Angel and Buffy fame. Says that he talked shit to her because she was pregnant and asked her if she's gonna keep it, which is things he shouldn't do. Um, period. Like, just it's an unprofessional way to run things. I can understand some of the stuff that they said about him on Justice League, attributing it to the creative process of making a movie, but I don't know that other one. It, that was a weird one. But uh, look, well, it's it's not just her. Because Buffy came out in support of her, and Trachtenberg, right, Buffy's little sister, she she came out and, and said, yeah, no, this is this is absolutely right, and the 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 way he acted around me was inappropriate because I was under age at the time. Well, look, if they they have actual things to say, it's, it's that's what's happening a lot now. I mean, we we saw the Marilyn Manson thing, and and. People come out of the woodwork when somebody makes an accusation like that. And uh, yeah, look, it, it goes to 
if it's true, it goes to show you how Joss Whedon was like the champion of feminist comic characters, and he was a, a bastion of inclusivity in terms of uh, women in comics characters, at least. But uh, it turns out, like, just like his comic work, he just respects women on paper, not in real life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's it's you know it's fucked up to hear, but hey. What you, some people are pieces of shit. I don't know. That's why Lawrence is on the show because he would feel he'd have to defend Joss Whedon. Hecht in chat says, can we talk about how fucked up Corey Feldman's life is that everyone apparently has abused him. And uh, yeah, apparently he was abused by Marilyn Manson too. And uh, yeah, it's... Did he actually say that? Yeah, he said that. Okay. Like yeah. before or after this one? No, at, during this one, yeah, it, it, he's, he's definitely like, because Corey Feldman put out like a whole movie on his abuse, yeah. right? Right, and uh, that like it aired once and never again, and nobody watched it. But I don't know how true any of it was. I mean, there's that moment because they used to have the when Corey Haim was alive, they had a reality show Corey and Corey because they were friends. And they had a weird moment when they were talking to each other because one of the Corys introduced the other Corey to Michael Jackson, and they were kind of make it seem like Michael Jackson did something to one of the Corys. But yeah, it, it, you know, yeah, Corey Feldman had had a had a rough uh, a rough time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else is in the news here? It says, uh, we have breaking news in chat, if it's true. That Gina Carano's been fired by Lucasfilm, according to Gizmodo. Not a huge surprise. Uh, earlier, I don't know if it was this week or last week, they started, like, wiping her off the posters. Yeah, and, I mean, it's a long time coming. I, I'm surprised they didn't do it. Um, well, they couldn't edit her out of The Mandalorian, but she's been... Uh, somewhat transphobic, but there's a lot of allegations that I haven't even, maybe I'm not even like subscribed to enough of her feeds because I haven't seen these things, but they talk about her being um, like a Trump supporter, COVID denier, uh, makes fun of the pronouns. She's not even transphobic, but she makes fun of the pronoun way of doing things, which uh, I can't be too mad at her because it is a little strange and, and a little get, you know, if you're going to be insensitive, you're going to be insensitive about it. But, it, you know, is there, there's a difference between being really insensitive and, uh, you know, passing policies. You know what I mean? But I, I, don't I haven't seen anything about her being like a, a Trump supporter or anything like that. But yeah, but she, she is definitely on the conservative side. Yeah, like they were mad at her on Twitter today. Because uh, it was it was trending fire Gina Carano, and um, one of the things is like tell this COVID denier police uh, what was she called, what called? cop uh, supporter. And it's like when did being a cop supporter become uh, 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 it's like uh, an insult? You know, like what's wrong with supporting police yeah, and law enforcement? You know, like they're they're murderers. No, look, like. like like, I'm not saying they're not. Some of them, 
or any of them, if they could actually be held accountable in a court of law, we can actually pinpoint and call each individual a murderer without having to blanket the police. Right, but, but they we won't let us do that. Yeah. So, so we, I, the, police, the police. Yeah, but I have to. But I have to do the disclaimer too. <laughs> so before you can say that. So, but yeah. Uh, but you know, supporting the rule of law is. You know, I wish we lived in a world where supporting law enforcement wouldn't get you called uh, by an insult. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that happens to not be the case. But yeah, I, I didn't like. Even with everything, like people that support the police in general, you know, there's people that actually support them for killing black people. I've met some of those, and that's different. <laughs> you know, that, that's not like the people I'm talking about. Like, I would call them dicks, not like, oh, he's a cop supporter, you know? <laughs> like, he's a racist piece of shit, not a cop supporter, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, Hecht and Chad says supporting police became bad when ACAB became a thing. Uh, I mean, I guess. I don't. I haven't traced it that far back. But yeah, it, let's see what else we got in the news. The Gina Carano thing is. is I'm surprised it took them this long to get to fire her, but I guess they just didn't renew anything she was going to work on. So, do you have the Lil Uzi Vert story? Which one? Lil, Lil Uzi Vert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Uzi vision, yeah. <laughs> what he do, Joe? Let, let the audience know what he did. <laughs> okay, so little Uzi Vert uh, got a pink diamond put in his head. Pink, and, yeah, a pink diamond. Okay, and for some reason, people are thinking like vision, which is so weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not weird, it's basic, yeah, like it's super, super basic, but. Uh, when you look at Uzi Vert and you realize, like, you go into, like, all the stuff he's into, it's obviously a Steven Universe reference. In fact, you can see uh, uh, he has this jacket that's almost exactly like Steven Universe from Steven Universe Future. Um, if I could show that real quick. Uh, yeah, I know you keep calling it basic, but is $24 million diamond basic? <laughs> no, the people that think it's vision are oh. basic. Uh, Black Compact and Chat's like, yo, I can't even with Lil Uzi. 24 mil pink diamond. So this is the jacket. Okay. Um, that's the jacket. The pink, the white stripes. And then this. I don't think we saw the jacket. Did you not? I think you need, we saw a picture of little Uzi, but yeah. From the here, jacket, I don't have a great picture, but if you look close, you can see the jacket. So let me put it back up. You might need to scroll down a little bit on that. On that image. See, if you look yeah, at the camera, like you can see, it's not a great picture, admittedly. Yeah. You, if you look at the wrist, you see the striped jacket and the yeah, collar. white stripe, the collar stripe. Now he, because everybody was pointing out how oh well, look how it ended up for Vision, and I think he said that 
if it's not removed properly, he could die. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like that's not gonna be twenty-four million dollar, you know, bling you got in your forehead. And this is the Steven Universe jacket. Yeah. The white stripe collar. Also, uh, for one thing, that was debunked by the jeweler. He said it's not uh, dangerous to take out, but oh, good to know. But Steven Universe has a gem, a pink diamond, also in him. And if he takes it out, he could die. Like that could actually kill him. So that's where I think Uzi was trying to promote that story to further the Steven Universe reference. Where does Steven Universe have his jewel? This is on his belly. But like belly button? He's got a little piercing? What? He's got a little belly button piercing? No, the one oh, is his belly button. It's like a troll. Right. It's and just... So, wait, what was the other... What was I about to say? Um. Yeah. A pink diamond actually has her diamond on her head, I think. So it's like, he's definitely doing like a Steven Universe thing. Um, even when he got the gem, like that was near the reveal that Rose Quartz was Pink Diamond. So it's like, that was what was going on when he bought, when he started paying for that Pink Diamond. That's a that's another thing, because when when I was reading the story about him getting it and talking about it and like he fell in love with, with this diamond because he'd never seen a, a diamond of that color and I'm looking like that's Rose Quartz. Like I, I see that all the time. I haven't seen one that big. I mean, he's he's got me there, but I've seen that color of diamonds before. I've seen them in I like I could make an infinite gauntlet of diamonds with the colors I've seen. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean for uh, for Emily's when I proposed to Emily, I gave her a black diamond. Tiger Clan chat says, "I guess he's a Vision fan." No, I just went over that. That's because he's not looking at the show. Well, when he said that, it was also like, "Oh wait, that was just right now." Right. <laughs> I, was, I was uh I was trying to play Larry's advocate with uh with Tiger Claw. Larry, man, huh? you've been spoiling stuff for people while you were gone in the little, your first minutes of the show? Is that what you were doing? That's what I was doing. I was spoiling things. I, I'm sitting here like I was listening to the show as you all were talking, and I'm like, I can't believe this. I can't believe that this is how this is how we're going to try to frame this joint. Like, it's, it's like if Oz poisoned your drink and I pointed it out to you, and you're like, oh, my God, you tried to poison me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like a Wile E. Coyote. If I didn't know, I wouldn't die. No, okay. Okay. Now, yeah. Laura, were you really surprised though? Like really? Really? Well, that's a really surprised what? What you were hearing? I, I, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm like, wait a minute. Like why like how it's like it's not like I was like, hey man, do spoil WandaVision. And then here's the thing. I'm like, why are you saying this stuff eight o'clock in the morning? Like what like what is wrong with you? Guys? Not eight o'clock in the morning. It was 1 p.m. your time. Yeah, it was 1 p.m. I'm the real MCU fan out here because I found time to watch it in my lunch break because it's a half-hour show. But y'all that have nowhere to go in a pandemic, 
can't find time to watch 30 minutes to watch this show. What? We watch it with people. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe, like, I'm just saying, why can't you wait till the evening? I don't count Joe. It, it was the evening for me. Well, not because he's not watching it at all. So, so yeah, to Joe, I would apologize because he's not watching it at all. To to Mo, I enhanced his experience. Lawrence, you have no excuse. Yeah. How I have no excuse? Yeah. I, no, I do wish I I hadn't been spoiled, but it was okay. I'm just saying. Can I just can I live? Can you I can, can I, I, I can I experience my MCU stuff in its full glory without Oz trying to make make me miserable about it because all his DC stuff is miserable. That's what I'm saying. That's why. I, that's what I'm disappointed by. I'm like just because just because all you have to look forward to is a Snyder cut doesn't mean the rest of us have to be bad. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to. We don't have to be losing. You can lose on your own, and we can support you while you lose. As the least Marvel fan on this show, it it is not incumbent on me to believe that I would be the first one to watch an MCU thing. So you can't blame me for not thinking. Well, I had you're, time. You're, if I had three time hours ahead, two, and you don't, well, and you don't care, and work. you don't, and you don't care if your wife watches stuff with you or not. Oh, she don't. She's not. Oh, more her. importantly, she doesn't care if he watches stuff with her or not. She's not watching WandaVision. Which I, is I, weird because I, I told her, look, it's every yeah. it, it's it's a it's a it's a created universe. There there's witchcraft. The there, there may yeah. be the, there may be the devil. <laughs> you know, it's, it, She's like hard pass. <laughs> like the the the, the children come out like one of them is, is named Wiccan. Like he literally like okay. But nope, not into it. Hard pass. That's fair. Uh speaking of miserable DC stuff, Snyder uh released a video of Steppenwolf fighting the Justice League. Um and uh in true Snyder fashion, it was desaturated of all color. Uh the video was I, I didn't even watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it? Oh, it was garbage. It's it's like five seconds of them fighting the Amazons, and it's just showing. Oh, it's, it's here's the thing: it's a slow pan on a camera, zooming into his monitor where he's editing. So it's right, like well, he's watching toilet. He's you're watching it on a screen. <laughs> but here's the thing: it's not like he staged it so it's like, oh, catch me working on this, and then people dissect what's on it. Like it's literally super contrived and staged, and it's like, uh, you know. I, I get, I, I get you're you're doing your thing, but like just just release it already. Like we release know you, the Snyder we, cut. We already know you spent hours and hours creating this shit on because it wasn't like it existed, you know. He also, he also put out pictures of uh, Joker of the Joker. Yeah, I didn't that, see that. Which I'm like, that's Heath Ledger Joker, right? I'm not. Nah, it, it's just it, you know, it, it's. No tattoo, Jared Leto in like a medical garb, like in the. Well, it, it's, it's after the. Uh, it, it's in the dream sequence, so it's, it's supposedly it's he. It, it's him escaping Arkham, so he's got like he whatever he wore this. Yeah, it it just yeah. looks like it looks like him in a straight jacket and like maybe, they use some sort of I don't know like they use makeup to cover his tattoos or what, but. I think it's kinda... before he got them, but. You know, oh, you think it's before he got him? Huh? Yeah, or another DC multiverse version, which happens to be Jared Leto too. Yeah, you know, well, but, you know 
Charger Con chat says, how does the Joker factor into this version of Justice League? I got, I got two words for you. Two words. Two words. Cameo. <laughs> Basically, um, I, I thought the two words were gonna be like non-factor, but this fool said cameo. Uh, supposedly he's supposed to. This is all in the. Uh, the well, I the guess other one was fucking, but you know it's you know we're trying to get monetized. I, I guess it's a it's a dream sequence now, but it would have been like a, a full thing had the Snyderverse been the thing where the Joker was going to help Batman because now like it's the whole the whole planet like he's. We, we got to save the planet so so he can screw Joker's up. like I live here, too. Yeah, yeah and, and you, we, we seem to Joker team up with, with Batman whenever there is a greater threat to Batman because it. The Joker is conceited enough that he believes that he should be Batman's only true love and first threat, or whatever. <laughs> that's not even hyperbole. That like that's been a book. Um, yeah, it's too early for that. Like, well, this is the, well that sequence takes place in the future. Yeah, with with Batflick, old flabby black Batflick. Right. That that's yeah. after Darkseid has has wrecked the that that's the whole sequence from Batman versus Superman. Don't don't worry. This is the whole reason they cast Robert Pattinson. So you know you'll see that on the screen soon enough. Batman and Joker's love affair. Uh, Tire- You're welcome. You're welcome, Tire- DC fans. Tirecloth thinks only only Batman. Tirecloth thinks it might be the Joker assisting Steppenwolf. No, the Joker. The, the only person that can kill. Batman is the Joker in the Joker mind. So yeah, but they, didn't, but they didn't show killing Batman. Nobody talks about killing Batman at all. Like, but they talk about killing everybody. Yeah, no. Batman, he, if Batman is the leader of the resistance. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're telling me that Darkseid and Steppenwolf are coming to Earth to kill everyone, then that's already a mistake. That this movie is a piece of shit because he. They come in and slave. Right. You they can't, turn them you into can't that, kills, that kills the, the original. You can't take a parademon and turn them back into the person they were. So they use generalized people as slaves. Like they don't even turn them all into parademons. Right. But Batman is leading a resistance against God, the god dark side. So yeah, they would try to kill him. Is like, dark side really a god though? He's a new he guy. He is. I mean, yeah, he's a new god, but that does—that's not the same as a. a I mean, god. he's a god like he, god. he Look, he, yeah, he's—he's more—he's closer. He's closer. Uh, he's MCU god, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't—it doesn't matter god. if we think of him as a god because yeah. he thinks of himself as a god, right? Oh, like that is. Okay. You got an eyelash. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, make a wish. Make a wish. Batman killed him in the cartoon. What'd you say, Jay? So Batman killed him in the cartoon. Got it. Who's Dark Side? Yeah, he killed him in the comics too. There it is. That that's how DC gods roll. Yeah, killed by rich guys with a gun too. It was crazy. <laughs> well, that's what happened to Jesus too, right? Yeah, exactly. That's in First Timothy. Yeah, I re- I remember reading that. Oh, Timothy! 
doubting what's the, what's the next news story uh uh sorry spider-man fans tom holland just ended the toby mcguire and ended garfield casting rumors i don't believe this story Nah, well if you actually that's a, that's the clickbait <laughs> title if you actually read the article it talks about another quote in the same interview where he says you know they've only given me so many pages of the script and they've all they're always hiding shit from me so <laughs> you know so the so the real the real title the real headline should have been tom holland doesn't know because he's a spoiler like yeah no, i think i think the, the headline is, is tom holland is a goddamn liar because it's the only way like, it's the only way to keep him from spoiling anything is for him to just lie up up front like they told him look just, just lie if, if it's something that you know is going to happen, just say the opposite. But Tom Holland's not a good liar either, though. Well, in print, he's not good at keeping secrets, and he's not a good liar. That, that's why he spoils so much because he tries to lie, and somebody's like, mm. right? But he can't. And he's lie. like, well, okay, maybe not. He can't. <laughs> they can tell him in- just be more excited when you lie than when you tell the truth. He can't lie in person, but the story was in print. Yeah, mm. but he talked to a person yeah, like, in the interview. Yeah, but he's also an actor. Lawrence over here, like, oh, this guy who acts like like a guy with spider powers can't yeah. lie to us. He lies for a living. I'm listen, what what you all don't realize is Tom Holland actually does have spider powers. That's why he's so good. I'd be so mad. Like just because <laughs> he can't lie, just because he can't <laughs> lie to Zendaya. Because I want spider powers. I want to throw my web in your face. Wait, you can't. Would you call yourself Spider Man if you had spider powers, bro? Nah. What would you be? What what kind of spider would you be? I'd be a uh, jumping spider. Or jumping. Spider. <laughs> I would just call myself Shelob or Himlob. What's that? Shelob from Lord of the Rings. Oh. But I would call myself yeah. Himlob because you know my pronoun is him. Right, like Kim Chilis. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. But it's but it's H dot I dot M. Okay, Got what does H I N stand for? His infernal majesty. See, I knew I knew you were waiting for that, but Lawrence was just gonna move yeah, on. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He don't get because he hates you. That's that's exactly why. Because I hate him. That, that's why I was getting ready to move on, but didn't move on. That was why. I was waiting for Lawrence to be like, mm-hmm, him. <laughs> I love that. I two, love that reference. Two people get that. Two pe- unless okay, watch, right, listen. Unless right. you watch the next WandaVision, which is in the 90s, so it better be married with children or I'm out. Is, is, is I can't married wait with children parody one. Is Married with Children the quintessential 90s sitcom? Well, it should because like they're at the point that they hate each other, right? So, but you know. could it be? Could it be Roseanne? They don't hate each other. I mean, but they're mean to each other. No, that's different. Okay, well, right. no, but listen, hey, the, I I like that idea—the idea that they hate each other. Dan Connor, and it's married with children. That that's kind of cool. Dan Connor never hated Roseanne. Nah, man, he loved her but, so much. He pa- he passed up on Peggy Bundy. <laughs> but but wait, I mean Al Al Bundy doesn't actually hate Peg. No, but he acts out. He acts like he no. Does. But here's the thing: I, 
he does, but he's he's just this is where I'm at. My life's over. Like that's the he doesn't hate Peg as much as he hates that his life is over. He's had he's had other opportunities to be with other women, right? He, but then that that, that that takes maintenance, and that makes him have to be a success. And he does he he can't do that because his life is over. He which, gave up his life, which is perfect for for Vision because he's at a point where he's miserable, but he loves Wanda to the point that he it, it's not enough for him to leave her. He's just gonna sit there and be miserable. Like if mm. Al Bundy really loved Peg, or more like not even Peg, if he Al Bundy really loved himself, he would have gone with Jessica Hahn and Pamela Anderson, Vanna you know? White, Vanna White, all the guest stars that wanted to bang him. But he has no self respect. He's a broken man. He's been broken by society, by life. Like that's it. His life's over. He's Vanna White got turned on when he took off his shoes. Like if, if, ever there, if ever there was a woman for you, classic. Man, I need to watch that show. Forget this WandaVision nonsense. I'm just gonna go watch Married to Children. I feel oh, like wait. I feel like the Great. the only, if I'm not mistaken, I think the only thing I've ever actually like had a bumper sticker for that I used was Married with Children. Was it a No Man one? No, it was a it, it was a bumper sticker and it said, Hell yes, I watch Married with Children. <laughs> I love it. I I literally it wasn't I didn't even put it on a car because I didn't have a car because I was a child. I, I put it on I put it on the there was a desk next to my bed and I put it on like on the side of the desk next to my bed. Because I'm lame. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's where you drive to make believe land. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Forev says Gina Carano died, uh, uh, fired. Larry Flint died. Linda Carter's husband died. What a news filled day. Hold on. So, what I'm hearing is Linda Carter is now it's single. Yeah. Oh, see, you sons of bitches. Yeah. That is not right. Please, I, please well, leave Linda Carter alone. But we're letting the bachelors in the audience know because we know we got tech millionaires in our audience. I mean, I, I can have a, I'm allowed to hear them. You're allowed to hear them. Whatever. In my mind. Yeah. I, w- I won't actually present that idea because I might not be here for next week's show. But. <laughs> <laughs> that, look, there it is. Look, there's that's, a reason why he's in the basement where he does the show. Like, he can never leave. <laughs> I'll just talk about working at one in the afternoon. That's a lie. There's a, re- there's a reason why why my wife isn't allowed to listen to this show. Mm. There it is. Rest in peace, Larry Flint, the champion of free speech. Yeah, I, I got the news. I got the news uh, about two hours ago, but I just didn't have enough time to prepare a obituary. But I actually got this close to meeting him once. And uh, I went to the Flint Publications building because Lloyd's sister worked as the receptionist. And there was one door to the publishing place. And the next door was his his actual living space. And she's like, you guys want to meet Larry Flint? And I'm like, yeah. You know, like I love the movie uh, People versus Larry Flint was great. But I also loved Hustler magazine. (laughs) You know, I love the... One of his movies under his banner was The Da Vinci Lode. Great. 
but um the the barely legal series was great a lot of a lot of stars came out of there but uh so she goes in the door and uh she comes back out she's like he's sleeping so i didn't get to meet him but she said uh here you can have all this porn <laughs> stack this big of dvds and magazines and then you know lloyd was weirded out because his sister was giving them porn and that's like weird to him and uh they were and then we're walking down los anaga from wilshire all the way down to like pico with stacks of porn in our hands as 16 year old kids yeah that, that was 16 like, oh, that, yeah, okay. yeah so it, it you know it, it, you know that among of of Larry Flint's massive achievements, uh, he made sixteen-year-old uh, me and Lloyd like happy campers that one Thursday afternoon. Well, GZ Doctor Fred asked, "Did Larry Flint also own Judge and Blacktail?" Um, I think he actually he didn't own Jugs. I don't think and Blacktail. He he. I think he actually bought and would he put it into major distribution around the country. Like um, he, he didn't have, they didn't have the distribution to all the states and Larry Flint gave him national. So he bought into it and then expanded it. Um, but he also had big brother magazine, which was an awesome skateboard magazine. That was like, it sucked because it, it was actually really high quality because I mean, Larry Flint was a perfectionist when it came to a lot of things. And, um, you know, where you, whether you're talking about his, his political criticism and, and his accountability to hold public officials accountable, he was really, like, on it. And then uh, for his magazines, like, Big Brother magazine cost $8 when everything cost 4 And it just had, like, super high-quality pictures, uh, a lot of great content. But, you know everybody because it was such a high quality product the diy punk uh way of being in that those 90s 2000s years of skateboarding kind of worked against it but big brother magazine i mean that's where where jackass came from like they were uh hanging out with photographers for like spike jones and all those filmmakers were photographers for big brother magazine so he he kind of ushered that like I remember Big Brother Magazine had the jackass like segment <laughs> and you just see pictures of these dudes doing these crazy stunts. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I know I actually looked it up if Larry Flint was alive, I want to say about a year ago because I hadn't heard anything about him. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to miss if he dies. And uh, his wife, his current wife is the one running all the casinos and the publishing thing right now. So um, I mean, it's a sad day for Larry Flint and the people who loved him. But you know, I, we're older, so we, we know his impact. But a lot of the younger people don't know. Like, you talk about somebody that made porno magazines for somebody that's like eighteen now, and it's like, what the fuck is porno magazine? Like, was this a flipbook? You know, like, shit, they don't even know what a flipbook is. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. R.I.P. Larry Flint. People give a lot of the credit to. Uh home dude from playboy magazine yeah no he, he i think i think technically like, he did it first but right. Larry Flint was the one in the courtroom fighting well here's the thing the, well, the thing oh never mind you go ahead Mark. oh no you go ahead joe um larry flint was doing more like his magazines were graphic 
Yeah, that's why it people like Playboy was okay, but Hustler was not because of how graphic it was. Right. And that's why he kept getting sued and over free speech because he was like, well, I should be able to show whatever I want. Like, as long as everyone's above age and legal and everything, well, this is free speech. And people have to buy it. So it's not like he's giving it out and showing it to people who don't want to see it. Yeah. I think. Larry Flint in his lawsuits because when I was uh, in my teenage years, still in high school, working at, at a big corporate company with big corporate firewalls on the internet, I was able to use the, the word art in my searches to get a lot of the things that I couldn't, didn't have the bandwidth to download. Well. And I have Larry Flint to thank, thank for that. <laughs> Larry Flint, he uh, one of his famous lawsuits were was against. Uh, I think he had a lawsuit against Bacardi, the rum, and then he had one against uh, Jerry Falwell. Wait, why, Jerry, would, why would he sue Bacardi? I think they sued him because he used Bacardi like he made fun of an ad or something. I, I'm not 100 percent sure on the Bacardi. I, I think that that was a thing, but I could be mistaken. Um, Maybe it was Captain Morgan, and he made him like suck dick or something <laughs> in a cartoon. But I, I know with Jerry Falwell, like he he posted pictures of Jerry Falwell in a parroting manner, like sucking a donkey dick or something, and um, and that like it, it that that was a big free speech trial because he basically he was making fun of him, and the guy's a public person, and that kind of said it so that we can, you know, without. That we probably wouldn't have Twitter the way it is, you know. <laughs> that legal precedent. You know? Like, I literally, I, I would been drunk and told President Trump, you know, you're a real piece of shit. You know that. <laughs> and uh, thanks to Larry Flynn, I can do that. And to be fair, Falwell couldn't get him to walk again. So. Well, hey, look, the thing about Falwell was he, he didn't like the hypocrisy of the the religious right, especially in that time like having so much influence and dictating his business and they're You're just talking about uh flint not Falwell, right yeah no flint, flint didn't like that but the thing the, the thing he had against Falwell was that like how there was a lot like with nixon he had religious advisors and he didn't like how the government like why would they need a religious advisor like there's a separation of search and state the mm. church and state you know so and and then they start dictating his business and trying to you know take it to a federal court where it's like the federal court should not rule on my me talking about this Christian guy like that, you know? And he had support, um, Falwell, that is, and, and he, he fought it. He fought it, and then he won because ultimately, it's like, you can't convict somebody on bad taste, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and lucky, Amen. lucky for, thanks to him, we can do this show. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I look like, I, I look like Larry Flint in this chair with wheels on it and be like, yeah, Larry, shut up. So yeah, look. ultimately, R.I.P. Larry Flint. What else we got? Amen. I mean, I could do a whole show on Larry Flint. I know, I know but we got to keep it moving. Uh, let's see here. Um, what can we call it? Captain America. Chris Evans is going to reprise his role supposedly. In uh, and it, that page crashed. Hold on. Are you yeah. talking about in Multiverse of Madness? Potentially as a as human Storm. Torch, yeah. 
I don't know if that's a rumor or what, but there's that. I, I would not have believed that before last Friday. What happened last <laughs> Friday? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the Kermit the Frog drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, that's none of my business. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can, after Friday, it, like normally I'd be like, man, this story is bullshit. Mm-hmm. But now, now it's uh, yeah, WandaVision. It's possible, which it would be wild if he like got down to the weight that he was. Yeah, for that, like, because you know he can't be Steve Rogers build Johnny Storm. Yeah, and I've seen him in an interview recently. Uh, I want to say maybe about four months ago, and he was still. I mean, he wasn't quite like that first movie mm-hmm. Steve Rogers buff, but. Mm-hmm. He, he, that mass was still there. He was still eating. Yeah. His, I mean, now, yeah. do you think he's gonna be that Johnny Storm? Well, first of all, it, with his build, it still would work because he's he has to rebigify himself to for that movie for the Captain America stuff. So he, like, no, but, but he's, you, you set him on fire, he's fine. But mm-hmm. do you think that uh, the reason he's playing Johnny Storm? And not Michael B. Jordan is the Joss Whedon racist legacy. You're you're so crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm just putting two and two together. Look, you have two Johnny Storms. You go with the white dude. I'm just saying. Johnny Storm's a white guy. That's okay. Michael B. Jordan played it. Played Johnny Storm. I mean, yeah, but did he though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did. But did he no. though? But he's already he's already the dude from Wakanda Vision. He but Chris Evans is already Captain America. I'm so mad at Wakanda Vision. Why? <laughs> I'm like, like, look, here to here's, laugh at it. Here, here's the thing. For all we know, they both might be in multiverse of madness as Johnny Storm. Two Johnny Storms? Well, Looking I, at each other like, wait a minute, but you're it might be WandaVision, Johnny Storm, Multiverse of Madness. Like, that's the whole thing, right? Like, switcheroo thing, and you're like, oh, we race swapped. Which I guess that doesn't really happen in sitcoms, does it? That happened in a movie. Although in the 80s. Although once they're once they once they're flaming, oh, they're, sure. they're the same color, right? Uh right. Everybody everybody's the same color once the flames on. <laughs> Larry, put your phone on Do Not Disturb, man. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Did But you text me. I didn't text you. One of y'all did. Joe texted me. I did. Okay. <laughs> to tell me I to put on Do Not Disturb? <laughs> no, I didn't want to interrupt the show, but my internet is fucking up. So I was going to let you guys know there's stuff I can't do right now. We, we didn't know Jay's cell phone had direct access to your vibrator. No, it's uh, my phone. I'm using my phone. Whatever you, whatever you shove up your ass to, to play. I don't, I don't shove anything up my ass. What are you talking like, about? Don't, don't live out your fantasies of my body, buddy. Don't do that. Don't do that. We don't like it. Joe, do you think you'll be able to play the, the Mo deal? Say again? you think you'll be able to play the Mo deal? Uh, yes, because that's on. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, Did we talk about Beast Alliance already? I, I was just going to tell you, like, there's a text here that says Beast Alliance? Question mark? So, tell, tell me about Beast Alliance. Like, you pissed me off a couple weeks back with a picture of Cheetor, and uh, I haven't recovered. I'm still angry. I love Cheetor. No, you don't. He meant Cheetos. Cheetos. I love him flaming. So flaming. Oh, oh, we know. We know. Cheetos kind of a dork. Yeah. 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 In every iteration, too. There have been three versions of him, and all of them are pretty lame. Oh, like, and all, I don't mean that in like, I just like the character. I just mean that. What, in the sense that, yeah, when you talk about a dork, like Cheetor's a dork in every version. So what versions? Truck. What versions are the ones that you're talking about? You got Beast I'm Wars. I'm just talking Beast Wars, and then he's like Transmetal Cheetor, and then he's Transmetal Two Cheetor. So oh, it's okay. all Beast Wars. It's all right. the same character. I thought you so. talking about Beast Machines Cheetor. Beast Machines Cheetor too? Nah, 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 nah. I didn't know the Transformers. I didn't know Transformers were LGBTQ plus question mark. Backslash. Wait, Wait, how did you not know that? I Look, Oz is a fake ass Transformers fan. No, I never claimed to be a Transformers fan. I, I'm a that's, frenzy that's the fan. fakest kind. I, no, <laughs> I'm a frenzy. I'm a payformer fan. <laughs> Look, the fakest kind. Exactly. Listen, case closed. Ask, Thank you. I, I rest. Ask anybody today. What a transformer! Like, Mo did this experiment where he he showed a guy or a kid, <laughs> whatever, two transformers and said which one's Bumblebee, and they pointed to the correct one. Listen, no, I, no, they even pointed the correct one. They, they pointed to the Michael Bay one, and that's okay. I'm not saying that one's not more popular. And the thing what is, I'm saying I, is they're fake. When I, when I showed him original Bumblebee, he just looked at it and was like. I don't like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Son funny to bitch. see like a seven-year-old kid say that. Like, look at the phone with such like disgust. Like, okay, boomer. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Listen, if the kid doesn't like Transformers, he doesn't like Transformers. What? That's okay. What does this have to do with Transformers bestiality? No, no. What's see, it called? The <laughs> working title apparently is Beast Alliance. I'm I'm glad you finally admit that I was right on that. I never told you you were wrong in that that was the working title. You see, you see I, how I he said, spins it? You see how he does that? He literally said, you're wrong in the text. Uh, well, look, I, I said that it's a rumor because it's not confirmed by the studio, which is true because oh. studios don't confirm working titles. That's the whole point. Like, like. You know, you have a working title so that you can get your crew and your cast to places and everybody's not like, oh, I'm going to go show up there because that's where the new Transformers movie is going to be. Even though they should like... Transformers is in the working title name. Like, how can you say an actor is not going to say... It's not. It's just just I'm working on the new... No, it's Transformers colon Beast Alliance. Okay. That was the official title. Uh, and so I'm like, it probably is the case, which is what I told you in the text, because it's a terrible ass name. And that's why, like, fans wouldn't make up a name like that. They wouldn't be like, oh, the new Transformers movie is called Transformers Beast Alliance. Because they're like, like, literally, an alliance is the opposite of a war. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, they're like, oh, like, Beast Wars. Like, what if we call it Beast Alliance? And somebody's like, oh, it's a good idea. Here's, like, the, here, here's, the problem, here's the problem I have with, with, uh, with this movie. Is it takes place in the Bumbleverse, 
But the Bumblebee movie is supposed to be a prequel to the Bayformers Transformers. But the Bayformers is when... Why? Why are we even pretending like these movies make like, sense? I like, why are you even like, like? I just don't even understand. Like, talking this shit. The idea that you're gonna mess around and be like, it doesn't make sense because other things in the Transformers movie universe make sense. None of them make sense. So who cares what they do? They make sense. No, they, they don't. No, what, what, a, what, a grown what, man what, blocked a sword from a giant robot. You no, know, look. Story wise, they make sense. Now, what happens no. in the movies is nonsense. No, I'll give you, I'll give you that. The, the, what the, happens in the movies is the story. That's what. That's the only place the story exists. I don't know why you don't have faith in the power uh, of Wahlberg's muscles. Oh man, if you don't stop it, listen. I I don't even need to work. Like Wahlberg's muscles isn't where I'm like, oh, I'm out. I was done in the first movie. Like Wahlberg's Wahlberg's uh, nickname is Himocles. I don't know what that means, and I'm happy. I'm happy about it. It's it's Hercules, but him because he's a guy. That's his pronoun. That doesn't Himocles. make any. Oh, jeez, what the hell? That doesn't even make any sense. Okay, you weren't part of the show when we started, so you like what? all these callbacks are just lost on you. But Jay gets I'm, it, right? What you, listen, what? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? right. Hercules is a guy. Yeah, so him, not her. It's not. It's it's Heracles, named after Hera. Oh, yeah. Look, if you want to say it in Greek, but I'm oh. American, so oh, I'm gonna say it in American. And listen, you're I'm right. Also, you are Americanized. I'm also accepting enough to to use proper pronouns, and I know how he identifies from reading Greek history. So it's Himocles. Mo, no, you okay, understand like, Himocles, right? No. No. Well, listen. I was out from the, the, the time they were like, oh, we had to find the AllSpark. I was like, wait, what? Get out of here with this BS. But that's, well, look. I thought, if, I thought hmm? you were out. I thought that you were out when uh, they announced that they tried to write the first draft with none of the Transformers talking. I was out then, but I was like, but you know what? I was like, that's unfair. I haven't even seen the movie, and these Transformers talked. Right, but but so, then you found so, out Home Dude was doing Optimus Prime, right? And that you were back no, in. No, no, it wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't like. There was enough happening that made me doubt this movie from day one, despite knowing Peter Cullen was Optimus Prime. But I was just like, you know what? Like, I was like, these guys don't understand Transformers. And, but I was like, I haven't seen the movie, so I'm going to give it a shot. And I gave it a shot, and I was like, oh, this movie's terrible. What's there to understand? It's it's a robot that turns into stuff. Look, Transformers. Look, look. You're, you're lucky. You're, you are so lucky that my computer or my internet's messing up. Because if I could, I would drop you from this show right now. Joe would have brought you back, but I would have taken you out. I'd be like, what's your... You know how many robots transformed in the 80s and the other things that weren't Transformers? Robots in disguise. There's an entire another group of robots that turned into all types of things called GoBots that aren't Transformers. They are now. That, that's just Robots. one. No, they're not. They're not all. They are. Yeah, in no. the toys, they're Transformers GoBots. They're, no, they're just, they're GoBots. No, they're Transformers. They're GoBots. 
anywho, so what was the I always what was the late before news that you had to tell us? That's it. There's there's no news. It's just yeah. Beast Alliance is the working title. That's what it. I, nobody nobody knows anything else. What I didn't like about that article was that like he said it's in the Bumbleverse, which is fine by me. I don't give a shit. But the fact that there's like people in it. <laughs> yeah. And like why, I mean why would there not be people in it? Well, because Beast Wars wasn't was like in prehistoric times. It, oh, actually, actually for some reason you felt like Michael Bay would be like, oh, you know what? Or not Michael Bay, but the Transformers, the people making the movie. Well, you, you, I had a feeling would that be like, we, we need to respect the canon all of a sudden. Hold on, hey, look, if we're respecting canon, you're both wrong because it was in the future, not the past. Get the fuck out of here! It was. That's how the show it, ended. It, it's a time it, it, warp. it starts in the future, and then they go to a time warp into the past on Earth. It, it ended. It, it, it's when it ended. We found out that it was actually the future. No. No, like it, it. Like Oz, you don't remember that the whole thing where they go onto the Ark, which is the original like ship the of the War, Transformer. Beast Wars takes place in the future. No, it starts in the future, but they go into the Earth's past. Right. And and maybe at the end of Beast Wars, they end in the future. And it's going into Beast Machines. And Beast Machines is the future, and that's when it actually ends. ends. Right. And that's the future future. Right. But that, and so, so you might be right in the sense that at the very last episode of Beast Wars, in the transition to Beast Machines, they end up in the future, but the vast majority of the show takes place in the past. Rumble is ready. No, no, Rumble's not ready. Look, you're wrong about everything. Jesus, I hate him. Let, let, let's, let's Joe, Joe drop him from this tree. Look, so we do, <laughs> look, we're at an hour in. You want to do the the Mo deal? And then yeah, we'll... let's do the Mo deal. Okay, and then we'll play the drop Oz from the stream. Then Mo deal, Jay. No. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Oz. Here comes the money. Here we go. More money, money. more money, more money, more money. money. (laughs) Moses Magnum here with another Mo Deal. This time I have a special, sensual Valentine's Day deal for you. You get a 50% off of Sunstone at the Top Cow store. Link is going to be over at fantasticforum.live or you can go to topcowstore.com. I don't know their URL, but I know ours, fantasticforum.live. You'll hit that button and it'll take you right to the store. Topcow has 50% off on all their romantic books or romance-themed books like Witchblade, Darkness, Cyberforce, whatever has uh, romance in it, you'll get 50% off. The book that I'm trying to tell you about is Sunstone though, because Sunstone is a book that we reviewed here on Fantastic Forum, got rave reviews, amazing art, is sexually explicit and sensual. It's a beautiful love story with a little bit of bondage. I know people like that, you know. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey got so many sales, Sunstone will be better. And it's comics, who doesn't love comics? So spice up your single issue collection with Sunstone or add it to your trade paperback list. It's 50% off, you get all the volumes, 50% off. Now don't be scared, cause it says that the, the sale is on and it just says regular price. But once you hit checkout, it'll apply the 50% discount. 
So enjoy this Valentine's Day with Sunstone. Two beautiful girls going at it. Who doesn't love that? I'm Moses Magnum, and this is your Mo Deal. Real, real quick, I got something to add to that because uh, they li they list. Why are you laughing? Because I'm just like, what are you going to add? Like, it was perfect the way it was, but here you're about to go mess it up. Go and ahead. Well, I no, just no, like, no. Damn, Larry. The, no, uh, this is this is actually this is actually important to people um, because if you if you want to buy Sunstone, which I recommend you do, it's a great story, amazing art. Uh, here's the thing: Sunstone is listed as six books. I know because I have all of them. Uh, but book the story ends at book five. Book six is actually called Mercy, and it's kind of like a. It's like issue one of the next story, which is does isn't called Sunstone at that point. It becomes Mercy. So the full story ends at book five. Book six starts a new story, and the second book of the new st story isn't even out yet. I've pre-ordered it. It's it's still great. Don't get me wrong. You're gonna enjoy reading book six, but I know I, I was a little bit upset realizing that the the main story's ending and i'm being presented with a new story without you know but it's it it's got the same title so i was expecting more sunstone sunstone stuff so i'm just putting that out there so if you just want the main story it's one through five six starts the new the next the next chapter which isn't even going to be called sunstone after after issue six so that that's all i wanted to put out there Good job, Oz. I'm sorry. I apologize. That um, that's pertinent information. And uh, I just want to tell the audience that if you did go to fantasticforum.live and you click the module, it didn't send you, but it will now. I just <laughs> I, I have to, I forgot to update it, but I updated it while the video was playing. <laughs> like, oh shit, I forgot to, to link the tree to the link, Mo. Link yeah, the tree to the good, link. It's good to go. It's ready to go. All right, good job. Good job. So, gentlemen, on to the empty man. Are we going to yep. talk about this movie first, or are we going to talk about these comics? Comics, first? comics, comics. Comics. Okay, let's talk about the comics. Movies and comics. I'm sorry. Oh wait, wait. We should do comic, the movie, then comic. Oh, so you want to do like the second volume, the, the first volume first, then the movie, then the second volume? Yes. Uh, I'll tell you this, Jay. I don't think that's how we should do it. Like, <laughs> well, I, I think we can we can talk about the comics first, or we can talk did, about the movies first. Did but, you read the but second we should do volume? it all at once. Did you did, did you read the second volume? Mm-hmm. No, Larry. Oh, I did. Uh, I did. Fuck. All right, let's go comic first. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's do the comics first. Woo! Scary. Comic book. Review. Scary. Comic book. Like, review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Did you re-edit that? No. Why? I, it just sounded different than the one I did. No, it's the same. I was I was actually in the process of re-editing at the beginning of the show, and uh, I decided to not do it. Okay. Yeah. 
Knights of the Empty Man. So, huh? I was going to say, why don't you tell us what the Empty Man is about? (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay, Jay. Good. Look, good for you. I see how you played that game. I see how you played that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So, The Empty Man is a comic book that is about a you you can either call it a virus or you can call it um construct like like yeah I, like I, I yeah like I was gonna say uh, yeah but a, a construct is a good word you call it a construct but it's basically about the idea of this incorporeal kind of thing that infects people and causes them to either uh, commit suicide or other random acts of violence against other people. And the, the initial arc um, is about a partnership between the FBI and the CDC and these two, uh, you know, federal agents are basically trying to get to the bottom of what's happening. Uh, well, what they're really, I, actually, I guess what they're really trying to get to the bottom of is the disappearance of of uh, these kids, but it's related to this thing, this phenomenon that's happening that's called the empty man. And so the, the, the first arc is basically dedicated to them trying to find these two children that the family they were a part of um, is has bef- been basically befallen to the empty man phenomenon. And the, through the course of the book, you kind of find out a little bit more about what the empty man, like what that syndrome, for lack of a better word, entails. And you go through the journey with the this uh, these partners in regards to like them trying to solve this mystery. So that's the overview of the book. With that said, what what did you all think of the book? And I, I'm going to start with you, Jay, because uh, you know you you brought this to the table. So, what what did you think of the Empty Man? And we're talking about, I guess we're talking about uh, volume one, which, you know, just just for everybody, these books, uh, the, the, the first volume came out in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So it's a pretty old book. Uh, we'll be, you know, we might touch on volume two, which came out more recently, but still at the same time, it came out like 2018, 2019. So... 
just to give you an idea of like where these books take place. So, but right now we're in volume one, 2014. What did you think, Jay? I thought it was an interesting world they set up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. Like, I'm not sure the characters are interesting <laughs> or the situation, mm-hmm. but the world definitely is. Okay. Like, I like the world and what's happening in it. Uh, and I'm not saying I dislike the characters. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. Like, they're so standard. Like, I'm, I'm sure it was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, to help accentuate the world. Mm-hmm. Like, the plainer your character is, the more the world stands out. Right. And so I think that was the intent. And it, it really works. And I think... It also makes the weirdness a lot weirder. Um, there are definitely parts where I think I don't think I would have been as weirded out if everything were more interesting. Um, and I know it sounds like I'm like cutting this, but I, I I'm not. I like I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I would actually even compare it to uh, Junji Ito, where characters are never interesting, uh, and it's all about the world and what's happening. The circumstance. Right. And, uh, yeah, these characters were more interesting than them, but at the same time, yeah, not as interesting as the world and what's actually happening. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it. The art is uh, perfect for this book and for this style. Um, again, it's not that interesting, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it fits. Like, it fits really well with this world. One thing I can say about the art is that it, it it's technically bad, but not because of its inconsistency. It's just not a clear picture of what you're looking at, but that sets a tone. So it's an art, artistic choice that where bad art works. And, and we, you know, we're talking about comics where it's like it, it just it works. It's kind of like a Riley Rossmo. Too like it, it yeah. looked messy. I would call it gritty. Gritty, but the, the, if this was a different story, it would it would be like this art is just bad. <laughs> I hear that. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to find because there's a picture that really like embodies that statement, and it's really when they're just looking in the church, and it's like you're looking from the podium uh, perspective to the church in like a wide angle in the little gas station and it just it's dark you the people all kind of look the same and it's like yeah that's this sets a mood for what your opinion should be about this church (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and this is before before the like if it was a movie it was before the the beginning credits yeah right especially how long the beginning credits took in the actual empty man movie (laughs) 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 this would be you know you're talking about third issue yeah but uh, but that's beside the point. We'll get to that later. 
but yeah, it, the art is it, it fits it perfectly, and uh, the world they create, like Joe said, I I, I really enjoyed. I, I like it, it's very Lovecraftian, and uh, it, it just hits it on every moment. And Larry, like you know, I'm not like a Colin Bunn dude. Oh, like, no, you're not a Colin Bunn dude. When I read, it started with superhero books. The, the superhero books he did, I didn't like, and it. I'm not even going to say they're bad. They just didn't hit what I needed in superhero books at the time. <laughs> yeah. Where you have your Dan Slot doing one thing, uh, Bendis doing, you know, what it was like New Avengers and, and Jason Aaron like jumping fraction, jumping on Thor, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so it, it just, it, it just seemed like that, that was a go to guy to, to do these books that nobody might not by yeah so um but with that but his horror stuff i I know there was another thing that i I, we talked about in quarantine that he did and it's like yeah his horror stuff is on point like i I love i love the tone of this um the 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 comic did a better job of conveying this looming interdimensional threat (laughs) than the movie did you know, and it, it's like it, 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 when you, you know, it's inevitable to bring in the movie in this review because I, I made the mistake of reading the comic first, you know, and, and it's like, this comic hit all these points. It, it, it left stuff out. It didn't tell you everything, but it showed you this like one perspective experience revolving the empty man. And it was just a full, complete thing that will leave you terrified and wanting for more. <laughs> and, uh, well, not Larry. Larry, like, he shit himself by, like, issue four, right? <laughs> you don't know when I shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I think that as a yes, but you've been <laughs> You don't know. Uh, one thing, I, when, when he one thing I learned from the comic is that if you're being interrogated and you're defensive, they think you're guilty. So, yeah, Larry, you shit yourself by issue four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you so, say? yeah you go ahead Oz. I uh, are we doing we're doing both books first right yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. We're, am we're, I the we're only one that didn't read the second volume yes I, I don't know how you get to the end of the first volume and don't go to the second one like. um I can tell you okay. um it's you know, we're Money. back to work now. No, yeah, that's exactly. right, right. There it is. I'm not mad at that. There, there are Comicsology uh, Unlimited, mm-hmm. so you can actually get get multiple trades on Unlimited if you actually. You know, here's a tip: if you if you get Comicsology because they have the single issues on on Unlimited too, but from the first arc you don't get issue five on Unlimited. If you get issue by issue, but if you get the trade, you get everything. Unless they omitted it. I actually did an experiment and downloaded both to kind of read them side by side. And I was in the process of doing that. So I didn't get to read the second one because, you know, that takes, I needed to do that research, but I didn't even get to finish that research. I failed all of you. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'll be demoted. I'll take that demotion. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, Oz, what were you going to say? Uh, I guess if we're doing both of them, 
art wise, not not the greatest, but not not bad. Uh, it's 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 decent art, and when you really get into the story, I mean, it fits the story that's being presented to you. So it mm-hmm. that just like it it's done just right. It's uh the so the art I'm gonna say good because it fits the story, and the story itself like keeps you engaged. Like you you get to a page where you start like zoning out a little bit, but then something happens that brings you right back in. So yeah, just like just like you said earlier, I don't see how you could finish one book and not want to read the next book immediately. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, just be- oh go ahead. Well, no, I, I do I, I have it on my fraction of forever branded Kindle and uh <laughs> <laughs> it, it's no, there. I'm gonna read it. No, you're good. <laughs> Look, you, we know you're gonna read it eventually. No, no I no. feel like a bitch for not. No doing one's judge. No one's judging you. No, I'm, I'm judging good. myself. I'm, judging I'm the harshest good. judge. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even a judge. Too. I'm an executioner. <laughs> like I'm mad that I didn't get to read it. I was, I was like working towards it, and then you know, then, then I realized I was two episodes behind on Resident Alien. There's only two episodes. But the third one came out yesterday. Oh, then I'm one episode behind. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Dang, I, I didn't even realize that. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I, I, like, like, I, I just I, wanted to watch the second one, and then it's like, there's a third one, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm supposed to be do shit for the show. I'm so busy watching <laughs> WandaVision, I forgot about Resident Alien. Yeah, no, I think I think I don't, I didn't record the third one either, so. Record? the fuck you got a vcr going on that no i mean we got dvr different like you don't got no sci-fi app or something like what do i need a sci-fi app if by the way uh while we're on resident alien episode one is free on youtube from sci-fi awesome like link in the description i you Uh, you guys do that i don't even know if i can log into our Stuff. Uh, real quick before we continue on um, the Empty Man comic review, uh, Polar Knights on Twitch says, OMG, sweet Jesus, it's like the evolution of beards. And uh, if you're watching at home, you might think Larry doesn't have a beard, but Nia is in the other room. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Tell you. What in the world? Anyway. Adam Adam Hughes had the best joke. He was at the airport once. You know Adam Hughes, legendary comic artist. Like if you if you love if you think the girl from WandaVision is hot, you've never read an Adam Hughes drawn <laughs> comic. And uh he goes, the 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 TSA guy who said, Oh, nice beard. I go he goes, Yeah, her name's Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the thing. I will say this about, you know, like I I feel where where you're coming from, Jay, and you know, I know like in, in regards to the characters, I know you're not knocking the characters or whatever, but what I will say is, you know, the the characters especially when you first start definitely have like, you know, they're they they follow very standard kind of tropes. And and I feel like that's slightly different from being uninteresting 
even though I can see people like, you know, if you read a lot of comics or watch a lot of movies, I could totally feel people being like, well, dude, if they're following like super standard tropes, then you, you know, it's like, yeah, that, that is uninteresting because I've seen that over and over and over. But I feel like the characters definitely develop beyond those tropes. And, and like, I feel like they do that within, they, de- they do it by the end of the first, of the first uh, series, which is six issues. They develop beyond it to a degree. And then they de- they definitely develop more beyond it in the second value. And I think that that's the thing where it's like, I think that, you know, I don't want it to be a thing where it's like, okay, the characters aren't really, in my opinion, at least not, they're not uninteresting. They're, they just follow a certain kind of trope that you've seen before, especially if you're talking about like, oh, he, here's two federal agents, <laughs> you know? And it's like, it, I mean, it, it, in a lot of ways, it has like an X-Files, X-Files kind of vibe to it. You know what I mean? Where, you know, you're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I've seen these characters before. But, except, except they mm-hmm. both believe. I mean, it, I, mean I, I think even that can be, like, you can debate it. Even though I, I feel where you're coming from. Because it's not like, like, I think you, you, I guess you might be right. But they believe because they, because they well, I, I mean, the virus or the effects of it is a thing. Like there, there's no question that it's a thing. Now they might right. each have different interpretations of what's going on, but they they believe in the the thing that's happening, and their interpretations aren't even that far apart either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, it, but what what I will say is I feel like the book in and of itself, it does definitely, it, it it's, I, you know, here's the thing, like, I like, it definitely sets a tone. I don't, I, like, I was going to say it's heavy on the world building, but I don't know if I can say it like that, just because I feel like heavy on the world building kind of leaves, leads you to believe that there's a lot of details that you're given, and you don't get a lot of details in this it's more of a tone type thing. And that's okay because that's what the story is. Like the story is like, Hey, we're setting a tone and that's what everything is about. Like the art, which, uh, you know, we mentioned Cullen Bunn does, um, the writing, the art is by in value one is by Vanessa R. Del Rey. And, Mm -hmm. You know, she she not to be confused with the centerfold in Larry Flint's Husker magazine, nineteen ninety seven. Vanessa Del Rey. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Or is it the same person? Uh, Why you putting? Why put limits on her? Why you putting limits? Oh, they she needed the initial for a reason. (laughs) Got it. Got it. So you know, it's a a thing where, like, I feel like everything in this book is very intentional in regards to setting a tone and it's eerie, you know, like, I mean, there's definitely points in the book where I know for me, like I was like, I don't know what's about to happen next. And this page turn could be anything, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I literally, like, that's how I felt. I was like, I don't know what I'm about to see. Like, I have no idea. And and it's that kind of book because, you know, it's like, that, I guess that's the part of the 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 possibility is the point of of whether you're talking about comics or movies that scares me the most. It's like you the the potential, you know what I'm saying? Potential is scarier than seeing actual things for me. Yeah. And so and this book definitely kept me on edge because I'm like, I don't know, man. I might turn the page and I might see <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen. I don't like even I will tell you, like you know, I mentioned earlier how this joint is about like people committing suicide and random acts of violence against each other. And it's just like, even just the random things that they kind of list out, because every so often you're like, oh man, such and such from this place did this to the, these people. And you're like, I'm like, damn, like how many, like how many ways did Cullen Bun think up to murder people? The scary like, thing think was uh, when they're talking about the woman that fed her babies to the dogs. Mm-hmm. Is that volume two? No, that's volume one. Yeah, I think I think that's issue one. And oh. it's like there's a meatloaf in the fridge, like in the oven, and I was scared. Like I wasn't sure that was really meatloaf. Like I was hoping it was. <laughs> I mean, humans are delicious. Oh. I've only tasted women, though. Oh, jeez. Uh, the long pig is, is what it's known as. Right. The what? Long pig. pig. What are we talking about? Human. The long pig. That's what they call oh, pig. the long pig. Got you. Well, we <laughs> talked about the pozole. The original Aztec recipe for pozole had people in it. I do remember. So the Christians made it pork. Right. It's good for the hangover. Yeah, there's a reason for that. You are with me. Oh, jeez. Now, um, I, I am the only piece of shit that didn't read the second volume, and I apologize to the audience because you would love my musings on it, I'm sure. That's how we get all the subscribers. But why don't you guys let me in and like fill me in on what I missed in the second volume? Okay, so in the second volume, um, the young agent is looking, uh, still investigating uh, empty man occurrences, but her main focus is uh, following the cults uh, because they're becoming increasingly dangerous. And she hopes that by like uh, trying getting ahead of them that can one stop them and two maybe somehow get a clue as to how to get her partner back um and so she uh they end up with this family uh who the wife mother slash mother is suffering from the empty man virus and uh they're basically trying to put uh, protect them from the cult that's chasing them. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, 
there's a lot of other stuff that happens. Um, yeah, definitely. With the manifestations, and we get more lore into how uh, the empty man is a trans uh, transceiver, and the human minds receive our receivers, and the reason they do fucked up shit is because they're misinterpreting the signal. And one of the kids actually shows a picture of what the empty man's world looks like. And it's a stark contrast to what, to what we see when we look at the empty man's world. And, uh, yeah, I don't have that for you. I don't have that. But it kind of happened in the first volume, too, where he's in it, and it's like, what you see is what you see, but it's not what it is, right? Like, they had right. that conversation, too. But we actually get a picture this time. Okay. Which, wow. it was really striking to me. Like, because of how dark and how gritty and how everything has looked, to see this one picture, like, it almost looks like it doesn't belong in the book. <laughs> and so, yeah. so yeah, that's basically what's happening uh, for the second book. With, without spoiling it too much, Oz, what do you think of like volume two? Without spoiling it too much, I mean. Okay, then I agree with Joe. There. Nah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's uh, I, I guess I same as as the first one. I mean, the art fits it fits the story. It's actually I think the the art in the second book was just a little bit better, but it still had that like you it, you don't you wouldn't know that they were four years apart and. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is it the same artist? No, it's a different artist. Oh, well, then he did a good job of like he he read the first one and kind of went <laughs> along with it. Yeah, and, I think it's Jesus. I can't remember if it's I can't remember his last name, but it's Jesus. Maybe Havana or Havana. Well, then he did, like he that. did a, he did a great job of of picking up where the first one left off. Because I'll, it could have been the same one for all I knew. You know, like I said, they, they could have come, the, these books could have been one right after the other, not four years apart, like, like, they, like they really were. And yeah, it, it's good. Um, Jay said really encapsulated a lot better than I can. Yeah, the, I, I will say that, you know, the second book, Definitely picks up where the uh, the last. Well, it's it a doesn't. Bit, it, it's a little bit longer too. I think. Uh, oh yeah, it is. It's two so, more issues. Okay. Yes, eight issues. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it doesn't feel longer either. No. Which is gonna transition us into the movie. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that's where we're starting to to go. Yeah, yeah, no, I, and I think that that I think that that is a fair. Uh, Wait, say that again. Say, say that again. Uh, I think we're transitioning into the movie because uh, book two, the the se- well, book two, but technically it's what, se- book seven through, 
I, I don't know, 10, 12, something like that. <laughs> the the 2018 book, um, not a whole lot to say about it. Really. It's good. Check it out. I definitely recommend it. And honestly, yeah. once you read the first one, I don't, I, I really don't, just like Lauren said, I don't really, I don't really understand how you could resist picking up book two. Which are, yeah. is it available? In, well, it's got to be available in paperback, right? Because we, I read, um, I read, it was individual issues. I, I'm putting a link in private chat right now. Sorry. Um, because we do have uh, affiliate links with Boom Studios and Amazon and all that shit. So I, I'm getting a link for the, the tie-in edition. It's a trade paperback that that makes it so that you can enjoy the movie and the comic together, which I wish I had that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, we'll get to that in a little bit. But I'm putting the, I, I put the link to the movie in uh, our StreamYard production chat in the private one. And then the second link I'm putting is the actual book, that movie, like the the they put a bunch of shit together to tie it in, and then in the description and and all that, all our fantastic forms are live. You're gonna get the actual comics, if you want. So if you click those links and buy them, please do because they'll help us out, and uh, all that. The end. Yeah, I, I will say this, like, my initial plan was I was going to read the first volume, then I was going to watch the movie. And I was going to say, like, you know, and if I have time, I'll read the second volume. And I finished the first volume, and I was like, Psh, I got I to gotta read this next volume. I have to. Like, I was like, it doesn't make sense. At, at the very least, I'm going to start it, and if it's like, Something where it's like, okay, well, it seems like it's like a completely different story than what I was reading before. Maybe I'll go back to the movie then. But yeah, I literally ended up reading eight issues in one sitting. Hold on. <laughs> this, uh, this link that you posted to the, the Empty Man movie tie-in edition. Yeah. Is this anything that we've already read or is this like a, a whole, like its own thing? It looks like it might be a, its own thing, but that'll help you bridge the two. Okay, I'm because okay. I'm not seeing any like uh, preview pages, so I can't really. No, no, you you, you don't. But let's see. and and that's the thing where I I I 100 and that basically what I was gonna say was I I 100 believe that whatever tie-in edition they have, it must be a separate comic from <laughs> volume one and volume two. Because I know I watched the Empty Man movie. Okay, so are we getting into the movie then? Now, because it seems like. Oh yeah, do we need to play the? Do we need to play the theme mode? Yeah, I'll play the theme. Play the theme. He doesn't. Should I do scary movie theme or scary comic movie theme? There's a comic movie. Do we have? Do we have two? (laughs) Look, Uh, whatever comic movie then. Let your heart. Let your heart move you. I'll do. Uh, uh, well, it's not a scar. I, I, that's what I was working on earlier. The what? scary comic movie one, but we don't have that. We have a a movie review and a scary movie review. What does the Empty Man tell you to do? Uh, do the just the movie one. Okay. Okay. That's, that's what we have. 
Exactly. So yeah, I like. Does anybody like Jay? Do you want to talk about what this movie is about? Yeah. Okay. So, um, where to start? I could start at the prologue, which is like, I don't know, two or three hours. <laughs> is that what that, that was a prologue? Okay, now I'm okay with it. We should begin at the beginning. But the beginning of what beginning? There's, there's two beginnings of this movie. So the prologue starts with these four people up in the mountains. Uh, one person starts to hear a voice. And he literally walks off a cliff, finds a, a a skeleton, demon, demon skeleton, and it just makes him like sit down and blow into a bottle. <laughs> and then, then like the friends kill themselves. Like on the third day, and then the movie starts. Yeah, but so, it's like twenty minutes. <laughs> it's pretty long, especially for as little payout as that a prologue gives. Yeah, like I'm glad that you said it because, <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck did Joe make me watch? <laughs> yeah, it's like a two-hour movie, and it didn't have to be. Mm-mm. Like, honestly, you could cut that prologue out and lose nothing. It it I think I went through like I feel like I went through like 75% of the movie before I realized that the dude that was the main character in the movie is the same guy that was on the mountain. <laughs> I was, wait, wait, was he? He was the guy that was on the mountain? I, I didn't even get that. Exactly. Exactly. I, and I'm saying the dude is so covered, he's so bundled up that you don't even realize it's the same guy. I thought it was the same guy the whole time. Wait, you thought what was the same guy the whole the time? The guy that was catatonic, I thought was the guy that was the main character of the movie. He is, yeah. No, he's not. He's not? No, because the guy that's catatonic, like in the hospital, is the guy from the, the prologue. Oh, shut up, see? Look. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Okay. No, no. But okay. But that's the. But technically, those two people are the same people, right? No. They're not. Or, I, 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 I don't think they are. What What do you think, Jay? Is that supposed to be the same people? Uh, no. I don't. Think Emily's so. laughing because we had this discussion. When <laughs> I wish I, had, I, I, I always set up a what? mic for her and she never used it, but she's laughing out loud because we had this discussion while watching the movie. What did Emily think? Because she tends to be right most of the time. So what she thought, um, she knew that the guy in the catatonic was the main guy in the beginning that saw the skeleton, and. Uh, I thought the whole time I thought that the main character was the guy that was in the beginning too. So we had a difference of opinion. And then I was like, 
you know, I really love that this movie came out in 2020, so nobody had to go to see it. <laughs> but it, but, but she said she told me it. You know, it's not really that bad. It's just not what I experienced reading the first volume yeah. of the comics. Yeah. And, and, and I think that that's part of it. Like, if you had not read the comic, you would have a different opinion of the movie. And it's not to say that it will be a great movie. Yeah. But you would think differently about it. Because I, I know I, I, I could understand that about myself, where I'm like, if I had not read these comics, I might even like this movie. Mm-hmm. I but still because like- I read because I read the comic, I'm like, mm. oh, I, I still I, like it. Um, but Joe, I stepped on what you were gonna say. Can you uh, uh, go back to that? Sorry. Um, was I saying something, or was I moving on to the main plot? I don't know. What well, you were, you were, you were in wait, like. So, I, wait, I was I asking something. Jay what, which is that guy? So, so the guy on the mountain is the dude in the bed. Yeah. Yeah, the guy on the mountain's the guy in the bed. And Larry, it's- I don't fault you because they cast generic white people for every role in this movie. <laughs> Wait, so, so so is is the woman that's the mom? Was she on the mountain? No, no. They're they're totally separate people. Everybody so, on the mountain died except for one. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. But then, why does the woman have a picture of the people on the mountain in her house? Because she knew them. This, that was the news story that from the like they're from the same town or some shit. Who was the lady with the red hair and the bowl cut that was like mentally slow? The daughter? Well, the daughter? Oh, okay. She's <laughs> part of the cult. Yeah. Like you she, know, wait. She's the engineer, one of the engineers of the entire plot of this movie. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So the the mom just knows those people. They're neighbors. All? They're neighbors. Like time, the mom, like the, what? Here's the thing. The the I don't know about the second trade paperback because I didn't read it. But the first issue. No, don't, don't worry the, about the comics when it comes to this movie. Even the second one. Okay. No, so, you don't have to worry. Like you don't have to worry. About, nothing you read is relevant to this. Okay, story. so allow me to elaborate on this movie based on somebody that didn't read the second part and was trying to connect it, knowing that he didn't read enough comics, and, and trying to see. Okay, this might work. Mm-mm. The whole thing with the Taupu, the the Taupu, that concept of of uh, principle made flesh, uh, mind over matter, like that's not in the second arc of the comic at all. No. Oh, man. Because I like that concept. I love that concept. One of the best Supernatural episodes was that concept. And, and it, you know, it is uh, seeing them do it in a for a negative thing here was refreshing in a Lovecraftian way. Like, it, it, it was because a Lovecraftian, Lovecraftian way is like, there's no good or bad. It's just destruction, life and death. Boom. Yeah. But, um, yeah, okay. So I did like that but they didn't do it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> they didn't do it the comic actually did it right with the televangelism and if it was an actual taupu in the comic yeah kind of like um what was the, the 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 department of truth the comic we reviewed a couple weeks back link mm-hmm. and link up here somewhere um like that that 
actually plays into this and that helped me enjoy this movie a little more even though they didn't do it as good as that comic did but i was hoping that the second comic would do this and it's like oh this is what they took from the comics and it turns out like they really i blame disney for this movie what it's a fox movie well it's a boom studios movie boom studios actually sold uh part of their shit to Disney and then Fox got bought by Disney. So, um, yeah, it, I blame Disney. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. Well, now, blame Disney. One, of the things, one of the things we should mention, or one of the things I feel like mentioning is that this movie was written, uh, after the first arc, but before the second. So okay. I don't think they had access to anything uh, from the second volume. No, but I, look, I don't, I don't it, think they yeah, have access to anything from the first volume. I haven't read the second arc, but I don't think it matters. Because it really, like, I was working to make these connections. Like, even, you know, dealing with the church here. And it's like, when they, when the dude said, oh, I lost my, my, my wife and kid. And it's like, oh, shit, that's like the comic. So this is the guy from the comic. Like, they chose to connect it to the comic in these weird spots. And these weird concepts is like, well, why don't you just connect the empty man to the empty man? <laughs> like, let, let me let me ask this question about this movie. There's a there's a point in the movie where you know the main character is talking to the mom and having a conversation about, oh, did you ever talk to the daughter about, you know, like. The thing is like, is he only talking about like the affair? Yeah. So like but, guy- but what what guy has an affair with a woman and is like, did you tell your daughter about it? Well, they had the affair as a as a, a grief thing after the dude died. No, no, I, I get it. Right. And but as part of the healing, like you kind of talk about how you coped with it you know what when you do with that that look it's not too strange what's strange is it, that it's not too daughter, strange did you talk to the daughter about that to me that's not, that's not strange. look look i just told you a story where i walked like a kid from a candy store out of larry flint's office so it's not that strange to me like larry flint made videos about that <laughs> yeah but no. um Yes. Lawrence was actually offline for that story. Oh, you didn't hear that story, Larry? Uh-uh. Oh, man, you missed a great obituary. All right. Um, sorry. I, I, I didn't, but you know me. I'm a one-shot magnum. I just, I, 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 had, I, I had that Larry Flint story in the back of my brain for when he died. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Okay, like, gotcha. Larry Flint I died, I have to tell this to somebody. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go check out the archive. Yeah. All right. Um, but it, yeah, it's not that weird to me. What's weird to me is that the daughter created this concept of principle made flesh, of of thought, uh, of mind over matter, and created this creature, this person, to fuck her mother. I mean, listen, I, I I'm right there with you on that. Yeah. No, but I, I, I get that. Wait, what? Jay, well, he watches anime. No, the reason why uh, she just she needed 
material. And when you need material, you go to who you you go to who you're closest to first. So it's like a lot of writers, uh, especially like a lot of the writers I know, like in animation, like the characters they create are based off of like their siblings, like their parents, like the people close to them. And that's just what happened here. So she in like, but so did she base that guy on somebody that did fuck her mom? No. In fact, the mom never actually fucked him. Right. I, I, I get that. That's just his implanted memory. He's like Wolverine, but, um, you know, Lovecraftian. Right. Uh, I do love... So wait, so none of those conversations actually happened? No. It, that's all his, his implanted memories. Sheesh. But she put that implanted memory that he fucked her mom. Like, I don't know. I, I guess maybe trying to bridge some because they do talk about sorrow and guilt being like the energy that really harnesses it, you know. And uh so so, so this guy doesn't exist at all. No, he didn't until they thought him up. Okay, so he didn't actually have a, a kid or a, or no, a wife? Never. No, no, none of that. No. And even like he, because he, he kept saying, "I was, I, I grew up in San Francisco, like I know New Age shit." Yeah. But he kept saying that, like out of context, at some points too. Yeah. And then I, I didn't was, notice like, that. I was tripping out, and then Emily's like, "Yeah, that's weird." And it's like, and then when it comes out that he's just the, that's part of his like, essence that they they implanted to create him. It, it kind of like it, it makes sense, and overall, yeah. the movie itself does succeed. Um. In one aspect, like the comic does, to create a mood, and yeah, if, I that. if I didn't read comics, like I'm not even gonna say I'm a fan of this comic and I hate that they did it, but as a purist, <laughs> as the person I am with comics, it's like, dude, why is it like the weirdest shit? Like even at least the, even the design of the 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 empty man creature monster thing, like why would you just go with this? Like I know what you did last summer, shit. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. compared to like what the comic was, like I mean, the comic had a panel with a gateway made of skin, you know, and then here I don't see none of that. Like I just see a dude in lotus position, superimposed on the black picture. Like that's the closest to a gate we get here, you know. So I could I could be, um. I did enjoy the movie, not as much as if it would have been like the comics. And uh, yeah. I, I can, as a horror movie, like if I would have gone to the theater um, and just see this like on a whim because I saw the trailer, like uh, I'd be okay with. But from a comic fan, like, uh, dude, like you know, why, why pick comics to not be like the comics, you know? It, Especially it, from Boom Studios. And well, I, I blame Disney, but but look at Larry's disgust when I say blame Disney. Oh, boy. Yeah. I just say Disney makes comic book movies that are like the comics for the most part. Yeah, I'm sure Scarlet Witch is just like the comic. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, we gonna see what happens in the Water Vision. It might be yeah, even yeah, closer yeah. than we thought. Look, or it could be not what you ever thought. I mean, okay, like, it, either way, oh, the boy. essence of the character is there right now, 
this this movie is nothing like these comic books. Nah, and, and it had every opportunity to be something totally different, kind of like the Resident Alien or the iZombie, and still be like connected to the comics. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't. There are, first of all, iZombie, like we don't even know if that came out of the comic. Yeah. No, we know. Larry doesn't know. Uh, I know. Go ahead, Joe. Ignore Larry's like defense mechanism. A couple. The movie does take a couple of things from the comic. Right. right. What, Jay? Um, well, the idea of uh, humans, uh, like the guy, the empty man, is a transmitter, and the human, uh, other people are receivers. Uh, they do bring that up. Uh, some of the rhetoric that the preacher talks about is similar to some of the stuff uh, in the comic. Is that and, even the same preacher, or is that character no, named something different? No, that's a different guy. Yeah. A very talented... I can't think of the guy's name, but I love him. I, like, not the, not the actor. I, he I mean, plays I know Bill on, on King of the Hill. Yeah, no, the, the actor is great, but I'm saying, like, what's the name? Did they ever even tell us the name of that reverend in the movie? They did. I don't remember it offhand, but he, though. But he really has no purpose. Right. It's like, the, he could have not been there. Like, they chose him for, like, they didn't even do the church like they did in the comics. Mm-mm. Yeah, he was there. Uh, he does serve a purpose. His purpose was uh, to say, uh, his main purpose was to say, uh, to tell him, like, it's good to see you again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he never, even though he had never been there before, that is a reference to the conversation that the empty man has with the uh, with the reverend in a, the original comic, where the reverend, the empty man is telling the reverend, like, it's good to see you again. And the reverend's like, well, I've never been here. No, but yeah, no, but no, but but it pays off in the comics. Right, exactly. That scene could have been deleted from (laughs) from this movie, and it would have still been the same movie. And and that's the thing where it's like, I I recognize that that's something that happened in the comic book. I mean, I need another drink. I'll be. But 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 I'm like, okay, I'm thinking like, okay, well then, does that mean like they're gonna play with that? But they don't. They don't go back to it at all. And here's the thing, I don't even understand because because there's a point in the movie where it looks as though there's two versions of the dude. Now, here's the thing, but, it kind of does play back in and it's super subtle and I'm not even going to argue that it's a good mm-hmm. I'm not even going to argue that it's done well. Okay. But uh, it do, it is referenced in the fact that uh, basically, what they're implying is he was a part of the the group that brought him to life. Like Quail was the uh, the architect, but they oh. did a whole group of them to actually manifest her story into existence. Uh-huh. And he was there. Wait, so the 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 idea is that the person that they the vessel that they created was based on an actual person? No. But the priest 
the, the issue is the priest was there when he was created. Oh. So he's seeing him again, and he doesn't realize it because he just came into a, like, Got it. He starts existing, or, yeah, like, if you get it, then I can stop stumbling. No, 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 I, I feel what you're saying. Like, you're saying, like, he was there when he was created. Right. And he, he doesn't realize that he, like, had been at the church before and has that history because his whole mental is fake. But, but right. so what, what was the deal with the scene where he was looking at a version of himself? Oh, Emily just told me about that while I was uh, pouring my drink. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't want to come and do it. Baby, you sure you want to say it on mic? So he, um, she said that the, throughout the movie, they keep flashing to that hallway with a tear in it. And then he, yeah. and then that one scene, he doesn't have a penis. So I don't know how you fuck that chick's mom. But he didn't fuck her. So yeah, he doesn't have a penis. But um, she said that that's probably where he came into being like that. They were surrounded there thinking him up. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that was that. I don't. But what what's the but what about the scene where he's looking up at himself on the catwalk? That was uh, from a Lovecraftian standpoint. Like I can I I I see that he's reliving that moment, and they're showing him reliving it instead of remembering it. I interpreted that differently. Um, the chair thing? No, the looking at himself okay. on the catwalk, where I think they actually did, like, they re-manifested him for a second, where he was able to see both of them, where you did have actually two of them. Like, you remember the people there, they're yeah. both thinking of, like, I think they actually did, like, they kind of manifested him like a second version of him real quick. And so for him to be able to see himself. Joe just ruined the movie. But for what? Like, why would they yeah, do that? that? That's why it doesn't make sense. Like, the way Joe says it doesn't really make sense on why it would happen. Like, him reliving it, uh, you know. That doesn't make sense to me either. But It's just my interpretation. Like, your interpretation might be right. That's just how I saw it. Yeah. But unfortunately, movies aren't like banking on interpretations. My interpretation of this movie is I don't know how the hell you guys are still talking about this goddamn movie because it was good still. No, it wasn't. It's a bad interpretation, like it's a bad, a, a, it's a bad adaptation of the comic, right? It is definitely a bad adaptation of the comic on its own, it's not that bad. Right, it's and horrible. even um, if you if you like Lovecraftian horror, like this is probably some of the most high budget, uh, more well executed. Like, in fact, to this for this to be a, a perfect Lovecraftian descent into madness type story where you don't know what's going on, like I think they gave you too much. You keep saying Lovecraftian. I don't understand. I don't think you understand what that means. I don't. I think you don't understand what it means. Explain to me what you think. I where I'm lacking in calling it Lovecraftian. 
I think you're liking in Comet Lovecraftian in that this movie sucks. And uh, I hate well, most Lovecraftian <laughs> movies suck. Really? I, I mean, yeah. Good. Well, it depends on what you want to call. Like, if you call Prometheus Lovecraftian, then yeah, that one's good. But I like Colorado Space. Yeah, the, but but it, it it definitely has the elements of Lovecraftian horror in regards this, to like like the body movie, horror kind of stuff. And well, but even not even that. Just the the thought where he's coming to the conclusion that he's not him. Like yeah, that. No, I, like, I was I was gonna get there too. Right. He, if If you just made that movie about his descent into madness, it would have been a masterpiece. And you would cut out uh, forty-five minutes out of this movie. Um, you cut out the teddy bear because you don't need him. Like, and it, it would have been, you know, it it would have been fine. But wow. the fact that the fact that it's based on a comic and it does what it did, it's like you know what this gets a three. You That's said the best the teddy bear. Like the best part of this movie was the first twenty minutes before the opening sequence. It, it would actually remind me. That's how I met Joe. I met Joe in a cavern with a weird skeleton. That's how we met. What? Yeah. I that that movie brought me back to when I met Joe. It's like there was ants all over the place and everything. That's probably why you enjoyed it because the first twenty minutes is a much better movie than the the, the rest of the what is this like three hours long or it's something? Like twenty. Figured or literally two hours. Okay, so the first twenty minutes, like the, if if it ended after the first twenty minutes, that story, uh, uh, then I'd be good. But then it's like these people just talking nonstop about nonsense. No, doesn't even matter. But that's it's, the thing. Like, if you look at this as a Nord detective story, like it was like you look at like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and this movie with the investigation and espionage and trying to figure shit out. Like the the timing, the amount of time was fine. If you look at it as a horror movie that's supposed to scare the shit out of you, this movie took way too long and didn't do a lot. And it, if you look at it as a drama, as a drama thriller, like you'll watch The Forgotten and be like, "Oh man, Julianne Moore is great." And it's like this and The Forgotten is not that different. And that's probably that. Look, that might be the the real issue because I expected this to be a movie that would make Lawrence pee his pants. Yeah, no, nah, this movie gave him a hard on. I think twice. Well, speaking of. Speaking of, we do need Lawrence. Like, how scary was this movie? How hard was it to watch for you? It, I, I mean, scary's not like it, it's eerie more than anything. Don't get me wrong; there were definitely moments where it was like, I was like, "What is going to happen?" But at the end, I felt silly. Yeah, it's not know? a scary movie. Yeah, it, it made you realize you're an idiot for being afraid of movies. Is that what happened? Not, no, not a movies. This movie. <laughs> there's there's plenty of movies that well, that's because my fear is more than justified. That's this movie read, just was not one the, of them. You read the books first and you expected right. it along those lines. Listen, I, I I was sitting here like tense going into this movie because I'm like, if this thing goes just half of the stuff that happened in this book, it's gonna be hard. Uh, look, I, I'm gonna try to get your text from your the pre-production text what you said. Yeah, because and and sure enough, I was like, "Oh man, this movie's not trying to do nothing that the book did." Yeah, turns out it's just a CW version of the books. 
Not even CW. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't understand the wish version. Mary Young, just read Empty Man number one. Am I going to be able to watch this movie? Yeah. <laughs> that was the question. I and, was and nobody answered that. No. <laughs> well, I, I was just like, well, whatever. I want it. I guess we'll see. I wanted, well, to, I wanted to answer. I wanted to answer, but I didn't want to be accused of spoiling it. Yeah. So. Oh, whatever. This guy. Does that happen? Anytime I, I, I say anything. I think I did answer that. like 12 hours later and I said something like, uh, if this you, movie you is just. Stop being a. a, a... No, I said, uh, Larry, that movie isn't horror. It's like scary drama. You should be fine. Which why? I was right. Why did, why did they kill all the kids? Because they're kids. Uh, that's just something the empty man does. Like, all <laughs> from the book. Like, that's from the book. Like, no, but Jay, you can't. So here's the thing: you can't be like, "Well, it's from the book," because it makes sense in the book. It doesn't make any sense in this movie. It does if you read the book. It doesn't. I read the book. I read both the books, <laughs> and I'm just like. The, the reason in the book is in the movie. Just I thought don't... I thought I thought those were her friends. Why are they all dead? <laughs> like what happened? Like I don't even I don't even understand. Like I'm just like there's no good reason. When you and get I'm the like man virus, like you huh? When you get the empty man virus, you try to kill people. But there's but no there's no there's virus, virus in the movie. movie. Well, they they say the word virus once. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Whereas like. <laughs> They they say things that happen in the book in and the it movie. has no context in the movie. Exactly. Like, why right. the fuck? Like like why why would they choose this for like I had this like Emily it was like please can you just sit down because I would stand up and yell like this is where they choose to follow the comic like this is an exercise in stupidity from a comic company that has its own studios adapting its own fucking comic. What you know, I'm jokingly, hearing, I, jokingly, I can say, "Oh, I blame Disney," but this is this is them. It's like I want to interview Colin Bunn and say, "Like, look, your own people when you gave them comic content that probably sold." I mean, I bought a bunch. I, I downloaded on Unlimited. I'm sure you get some residuals on that. Like. Because of reading a few issues here, like you, you're making money here. Like, do you like that they shit on what you created? Yeah. What I'm hearing is, oh, need to have a camera on Mo when he watches these movies. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not doing that until Larry and Joe make content for the show for the channel. They haven't done shit, so I'm not doing anything extra until they do it. Like, I got Mo. I got one video in the hopper ready to go. Yeah, I got like five episodes of Fraction of Forever already, but they're not coming out. Mo, I, I had a question for you too, specifically yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, they say, like, don't watch movies with a specialist. And you, in this case, are a specialist. You're a barber. What did you think of the shaving scene? <laughs> like, was that accurate? Like, <laughs> You know, um, I, I get mad when I look at shows and they hold the blade wrong. Uh, the shaving scene here was wrong, but it was more accurate than I've seen in, in mass media in, like, the last four years. Uh, it, it, it was a little better. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, even the blade that she used, like, she... The way the thing is, she straddled the guy to do it. And it's like, yeah, if you really, like, 
want to do it right, you got to be right at it because you got to have both eyes on it and both hands at that angle. And he's not in the chair; he's on the on the bed. So, but the way she was holding the blade was okay. I the the way they make aesthetically the blade the, the way the blade looked. I don't see how she could cut anything with that blade. Like it, it looked dull. Like just looking at the blade itself, it was dull as fuck. I want. Like, I don't know what, because it takes place in, in, where, in Colorado or some shit? Like, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what the laws are in Colorado, but you can't use, like, reusable blades in most of the country. I want a Magnum one-shot on the Sunni Todd movie. Oh, man. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it, you know how Mexicans make songs about the drug lords? Yeah, quote uh, corridos. Yeah, and then they get killed because they divulge information. Right. Snitches. Yeah. If I did a one shot on uh, on Sweeney Todd, I'd probably get killed by the uh, unofficial barbers union. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. So I guess it's probably time for us to start rating things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't the book, did we? we five did. out of five. Everybody loves it. Five out of five. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I really do like the books. The books uh, Joe, books. can you do me a quick favor and just uh, copy and post those links in the comments so that people know to get them? Because yeah. we will get the money. <laughs> get the do money. we have an affiliate program? All yeah, on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, yeah click those links. Help us out. Support your local uh, streamer. Your local, your local Amazon. Like your old local Amazon delivery guy. He needs a job. So all those links are for the empty man, like the the companion, the movie, uh, and the two volumes. You can get on Amazon. So, as far as the movie goes, I'm gonna give it a two. Yeah, I feel kind of bad that we have an affiliate link for a movie that I think sucks. That's okay. But thing is, it, you heard us talk about it. If you want to check it out, just buy it, and you know what you're getting into. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two. I, I like it, it's definitely. I would have felt different about it if I had never read the comic, but because I read the comic, I have to give it a two. See what now, if, I saw the movie first. Mm. Um, which I realized I, I, I realized is a mistake because a lot of times the uh, the Hollywood media I, I, I don't know what to call it is better done than the books because what? books tend to be, be books tend to be a slow burn and even if the books are better they ruin the movie if that makes any sense it doesn't <laughs> it does. What 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 movie did you see that's better than the comic? We're talking about the Empty Man today. We'll get oh, okay. That, that's a whole another show. Okay. That I, need, I need time to research because I can't think of anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, continue. What would you give the Empty Man? The point is, look, I, we're talking about the movie now, right? Yeah, a movie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say two, because yeah. honestly. That those first twenty minutes could have been its own movie, and I would have been I would have walked away happy. 
vibe. Like, okay, it, you know, I got a story. It weird stuff happened. It was good. And then after the um, the what do you call it? Where they the Pro title love. sequence. Oh. The, those first 20 minutes and then like the title pops up on the screen and now the movie's starting. At that point, it just it's boring as hell. Like stuff isn't happening. I I dreaded reading the book because I thought it might just gonna read all these like pages and pages of text. And you know how I feel about reading. So <laughs> I really like like it made me not want to read the book. And uh, if we're gonna, are we gonna rate the book separately from the movie? Yeah, yeah. Rate it separate. The movie, two out of five. The book, four, maybe four and a half mm-hmm. out of five, which tells you how different these two things are. Mm-hmm. So if you're clicking through our Amazon links, obviously you should buy everything to help us out. But you're gonna enjoy the book a lot more than you're gonna enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. I think. Jay. Unless, unless you're wrong like the rest of these guys. <laughs> Jay. Um, I like the movie. Um, I don't know. I kind of went in wanting to like it, though. Um, it has a really nice, slow, deliberate pace that I'm not always into. Uh, but I thought it worked good here. Um a couple of issues. It has a couple of issues, and I 100% wish there was a closer adaptation uh, to the book. But on its own, I would give it like a three and a half. That's not yeah. a great score, by the way. Three and a half. It's not. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. He enjoyed the movie, I and I enjoyed it too. I give it a three myself because. Uh, again, comics is king. Like, for me, comics, that's gospel. Like, if you're going to adapt something, like, you lose a point if it's not like the comics. Like, WandaVision, <laughs> as much as I love WandaVision, WandaVision will only ever get a four at most, depending on the episode. You know? People uh, say it's practically panel for panel for, for House of M. Those people are panel for panel cocksucker. <laughs> I don't know how those people have a, have more subscribers than we do. Because, because they say shit like it's panel for panel House of M. Like, the truth hurts. People don't like the truth. And honestly, yeah. I, like, I I blame myself because I tried to call them out on their crap. But I think when you comment on their videos, it helps them. Well, so, no. Like, here's the thing. Like, he, you can link. So here. Uh, look, remind me to tell you about these in... Um, in post production after the show, because there we we got a lot of work to do. Uh, I, I, I try to try to call people out on their yeah, bullcrap. No, no, but you, but I think it's helping them. No, you can just link to our show. Like okay, <laughs> but here's the thing: that's the that's where the post production talk comes because we can actually set chapters onto our live streams where we talk about things and correct it. And you, the link you put is to that. They don't have to watch the whole episode. They could just watch our commentary. But we need we need to all collectively work on uh, making those chapter markers. Uh, from chat, subculture girl, the lovely subculture girl. 
says, uh, having not read the comic, I give it a 3.5 as a horror movie. And that's where I'm at, too. Um, it, it, as, a, as a horror movie, like, if I would have gone to see this in the theater on a whim, I would have enjoyed it. it. It doesn't do the tropes of, and not even tropes from story, horror storytelling, just from, like, mass media horror that you're just going to get at the theater. It's like, okay, a jump scare every now and then. This was a slow burn, like, from a Lovecraftian thing, like you watch something like The Mouth of Madness, John Carpenter's Mouth of Madness, which is a masterpiece. You watch that and watch this, and it's like if they would have edited out the stuff that where they were trying to make it like the comic and just stick to the guy, not his identity crisis and him, the realization that he's not him, it would have been another Mouth of Madness. There it is. All right, so yeah, that's that's uh, the Empty Man, the movie and the comic for you all, folks. I wish I was the Empty Man. My belly's too big to be empty. <laughs> uh, anything else we need to do before we get out of here, gents? I don't know. I want to talk about other comics and shit, but I guess you'll have to subscribe, like, and hit the bell so you can get it in the one shot. There it is. All right. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Or not. Or not. No. <laughs> ah, give me some final thoughts, buddy. I need you guys to tell me what, how, what I'm doing wrong and calling people out. Because, for example, <laughs> I talked on this show about how everybody was saying the, the it, oh, it's an upside down cross when it clearly was a sword logo. Yeah. Try calling people out on their videos in, in the comment section. But I think I was helping them. So if there's a if there's a better way for me to do that, then I need you guys to explain it to me. And if anybody watching us right now thinks we're full of crap, go ahead and uh, let us know in the comment section down below. Exactly. Jay, final thoughts. Um, you know, I am still waiting on Disney Plus to show Fillmore. Like, I, I don't get it. What the fuck? <laughs> Indeed, friend. Indeed. Mose Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, yeah, I, I, look, we do what we do. We talk shit, and uh, we love comics. Like, we drink, we love, we know things. We know comics. Uh, I fucked that up. Um, damn it! I had a list of people I had to apologize to too. For what? Just shit I said on the show before, and then I. I watch it again and I'm like man I'm sorry but <laughs> I guess it's not that important they didn't do anything good so when I do apologize to you know that I didn't do it here because it wasn't worth it you know, it didn't take enough time in my memory but um, anything we talked about today you want to buy you want to experience Fantastic Live is the way to go your Top Cow Mo deal with your uh, Sunstone um, anything is there and uh, yeah yeah, so still. 
I know Oz beat off. I had to edit myself out uh, of that whole deal because like, I know Oz came like six times to each issue, and there's six issues. So then I'm like, how many kids could have Oz had if he would have fucked his wife after uh, reading Sunstone? There's a lot of plastic. Like, you don't know how stuck together these pages all Oh, my God. For the entire Fantastic Forum. Thank you all for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, we will be back, of course. In the meantime, please go ahead and uh, like, subscribe, follow us on all of our social media. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. This is Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, we'll catch you. 50% off.